This is the Wave Zero Podcast. Welcome to the Wave Zero Podcast. I'm your host, John Lunders. In 2004, former UN Secretary General Anand invited 50 CEOs from major financial institutions to consider incorporating environmental, social, and governance, ESG, factors into their business models. They wanted to generate positive returns not only for the companies and their shareholders, but also create positive social, environmental, and economic impacts for society in general. Over 15 years later, ESG investing has gained traction, and there is money on the table for companies paying attention. In fact, there are numerous indexes that measure this type of investing. One such index, the KLD 400 Social Index, has performed as well as or better than the S&P 500 index over the last 10 years. The rise of ESG reflects how society's values are shifting. And as ESG continues to grow in importance, successful companies will need to develop and implement sustainable strategies that include green, socially responsible, and transparent business practices. Today, we will focus on the social aspect of ESG, the human side of the business, specifically prioritizing equity and diversity in hiring, promoting employee well-being, and supporting the local community. To discuss that as organizations support and invest in their people, They create the conditions for productivity, growth, and higher returns. I welcome to the conversation co-chairs of the women of IBEX, Sandra Fernandez and Tabana Jabin. Ladies, welcome. Thank you, John. Yeah, thank you. Glad to be here. Oh, it's great to have you. So let's do a couple of quick introductions. Uh, Sandra, we'll start with you, and then Tabana will move over to you. Uh, Sandra, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. So, John, um, I actually, the VP of Compliance and Risk Management here at IBEX, I've been in this role um, with IBEX for the last three and a half years. My uh, background, a little bit about my background, I have over 12 years managing relationships and regulatory compliance programs across multiple industries, um, be it in the financial, telecom, insurance, and healthcare. I actually started my career in compliance, supporting um, several Fortune 100 uh, banking organizations and learned many of the controls that were needed in order to be compliant and protect consumer data. And from there, um, really leaped into understanding other parts of the compliance organization. Um, so with, uh, with that, I um, have been able to leverage those learnings um, with um, what we currently do today here at IBEX. Excellent. And Tabana, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. So Tabana Jubin, I am the Senior Vice President of Client Services. I have been with IBEX for a little over a year. I've been in the BPO industry, though, for about 23 years in operations and client services roles mostly dealing with telco industry, but I also have experience with transportation, banking, utility, retail, and travel. So um, pretty much my entire career in the United States since I moved here has been in the BPO world. Excellent. And now you are working together to serve as co-chairs of the women of IBEX, correct? Yes. Very excited about it. Yes. Super excited to be a part of it. Could you tell us a little bit about that role? Yes. So um, Women of IBEX was formed, again, by the women of IBEX. We have two great executive sponsors in our chief legal officer and our chief client strategic officers, Christy and Julie. So we started this as a platform to provide to all women of IBEX 
and um, you know we'll go more in detail with our mission and vision hopefully but for right now as co-chairs our job is to make sure that we continue to move our team forward we have a great group of a diverse group of leaders from across different geos within our company and we come together to not only talk through ideas to implement but how we can support our women better how we can be more interactive and provide different learning platforms and activities for our uh, women of ibex sandra anything else you wanted to add no i think you've covered uh uh, in great detail, our mission um, as uh, we utilize this charter and a platform to continue to engage and create stronger and larger number of women in leadership roles um, here at IBEX, um, while still continuing to nourish and provide influential um, influence and guide them in, in our environments and how to continue to move uh, in that career path. Um, I, one of the other areas that, you know, when we look at, you know, uh, the women of IBEX and this platform is utilizing it, and we'll talk a little bit deeper, is how do we utilize it to also engage our local communities um, and then those additional charters that we want to be able to sponsor. Terrific. Yep. Now, just a couple of clarifying questions. You mentioned two things. One, talked about some of the leadership and executive sponsorship you have. Now, in order to be a member of Women of IBEX, number one, do you have to be a woman? Number two, do you have to be in leadership? And the second thing, Tabana, that you mentioned was that it spans across multiple countries. Could you also talk yes. about just how broad that geographic scope is? So I'd be very interested in learning a little bit more about that. Absolutely. So uh, yes, it's, it's for women. So. You have to be a woman or identify yourself as a woman and it's open to all women of ibex right now it was started so our founding members are essentially director level and above in different roles across the company and like i said different countries so we have team members from right now from us jamaica nicaragua philippines senegal and as we continue to expand we are obviously going to include pakistan in that as well but it's open to everyone and um, you know we we are looking to continue to expand. It is open. There's no special qualification other than being a woman to be a part of it. Because again, it is a collaborative effort from all of us to make sure that we continue to um, continue to engage with our women and give them a platform to for their voices to be heard. So speaking of the engagement, how are you engaging now across all of those geographies, and also with the COVID? Uh, 19 situation. What does the meeting structure look like? So right now we actually have um, two meetings on the books in a, on a monthly basis. One is a formal where we have our agenda, we look at our action plans, and we plan for activities that we want to engage in going forward. So some of the activities we are doing right now is um, a book club. So we review a book and then are able to provide a summary and the learnings from, from that to other team members. We are also um, working through our activities for external community engagement. We, um, and I do want to talk about a little bit more about um, an activity that's coming up for us that we're very excited about, um, engaging with the authors of Courageous Cultures book and um, Karen Hart and David Dye. And we have a session scheduled with them on 30th of September that we are going to engage. It's going to be open to everybody, not just women in our company. And we are going to send out invitations to our clients to be a part of that idea summit 
where we do a collaborative session for about um, 90 minutes. So that's um, another activity on the horizon. But as far as meeting cadence goes, we have one formal and one informal one where it's more of a informal activity and um, a, like a social hour. So our next planned activity from that is a being in the kitchen of Myrna and learning from her one of her special recipes. Excellent. And I'm just making the assumption that most of these meetings are taking place via some type of teleconference during this time yes. or actually have people meeting in person. Yes, absolutely. Zoom. So we are all meeting through Zoom at the moment and we pick a time that works for all team members from different geos, right? So normally we try to do it towards the end of the day, which still works for everyone who's in all these different um, parts of the world. And um, we try to do it uh, around three or four in the afternoon. Excellent. It sounds actually like it's a lot of fun. It sounds like you guys have a lot of momentum, and you also can hear the passion in your voice about the, uh, being the co-chairs of the Women of IBEX. So I want to dig into that a little bit. Maybe you sit and unpack this with me. But what does that mean to you, to be the one of the co-chairs of the Women? Uh, what's important to keep in mind is, um, as co-chairs of the Women of IBEX, we're truly representative to the collection of uh, individuals, uh, senior leaders that we have as well, women leaders at IBEX. And one of the areas that I'm most proud of as being co-chair is being able to utilize and leverage the talent that we have. I have a great admiration for many of the women that are leaders, not only as the founding members of this particular charter, but a collaborative working opportunities to leverage each other's talents. You know, Tabana is one that I highly admire and utilize her in so many cases in different situations. We're, you know, using the Women of IBEX as a platform to be united. We also can leverage those relationships that we've gained as well as those opportunities to, you know, engage outside of just the, uh, those moments that we're meeting together with the Women of IBEX. And this has really uh, helped leverage that across the board, especially now where we're at a point where where we live in a virtual environment. We no longer can go and tap each other on the shoulder to say, hey, let me bounce some ideas off of you. We now need to leverage a platform where we all come together and build on those relationships, which we've been able to gain, and then um, still continue to have that evolved as we continue to grow, become just stronger in our roles and be able to be influential, not only for the business, but for other uh, future women leaders in our organization. Terrific. And Tabana, is your vision and does what the women of IBEX, is it along the similar lines or do you have anything you know, incremental to add or how has this affected you? Absolutely. And um, I would have to say, Sandra, right back at you, right? We have such a great group of women in, here, in this platform so for me, absolutely, our vision, my vision is aligned, right? We have such a diverse group of people, individuals who are very successful individually. But what we are doing, this is a collective power of all these successful women and their experiences that, that essentially all women of IBEX can leverage now. So when I think about my vision for, for women of IBEX, I really think about lifting other women up, right? By providing them and by providing them this platform and this avenue 
of support from this diverse group of very accomplished leaders, right? So we can, I've always talked about, and you know, we've always heard about having a seat at the table, right? And as we continue to grow for women, I don't think it's enough to just have a seat at the table. I want a bigger table for women, right? So I see this as a stepping stone to get us there, right? Because there are so many women that when and you're talking about my vision, right? So I see a lot of me and women in this industry who are hardworking and um, you know they, they have the talent, but they just don't have the avenues or the support to get them to the next level. And I see us being, I see us being able to provide that platform to all the women of IVEX. I'm very passionate about this. That's a really interesting point that you mentioned that you don't want just a table, you want a bigger table. Yes. So, so right, that bigger table, right, and rightfully so implies that the opportunities have been few and far between over, you know, the last 15, 20, 30, 40 years. So when you were growing up, did you have a strong female role model when you were starting, whether in your childhood or even when you were starting your careers? For me, I would say, uh, no, I didn't have a strong female role model, right? Um, uh, for me, my personal role model was my father and my work role model was actually my boss who saw that I was a hard worker and I knew what I was doing. And, uh, you know, he helped support me and he mentored me. So I absolutely see this as a, you know, gap that still exists to a certain point, right? In Ibex, I would say I am very proud that we have some very senior, you know, in leadership roles, strong women who are able to provide that guidance, but that was not the case, um, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago. So my role models were male, um, you know, bosses or my father who helped me become who I am today. But that also highlighted why there's a need for a strong female role model. And what I like about this platform is we all come from such diverse backgrounds. You know, when I think about what, um, and not, not bragging, but I'm very humbled about considering where I started from and where I am today, it's... I would not have been able to do that without the support that I received. And I want to be able to give that back. Go ahead, Sandra. No, so I was just gonna say, uh, Tabana um, shares uh, many, uh, many of the same experiences that many of us share, uh, you know, being able to have uh, strong mentors, male or female, um, to be able to see the value that you bring forth and be able to guide you through through that. I think the one area that I see that has been hugely beneficial, at least for me growing up, my mom was a really strong uh, leader uh, in the entire, she took the kind of the uh, head of the family uh, at the very beginning when she first made the decision to move from one country to another just to make sure that we would be able to establish a good living for our families and have strong um, background for everyone. So she made those decisions. That being said, along the way, I've had the privilege and really the honor to work with many women in leadership roles that were strong mentors to me where I can leverage them to help guide me through, you know, many of the challenges that I came across. And I, I was very lucky to be able to uh, leverage that. And I came across multiple leaders um, that have been influential 
uh, for me. Um, I think when I look at, you know, not defining just the one person that has been able to allow me to be able to grow where I am today, there are real key qualities that all of them have. And that is really hardworking, passion, as well as grit. Um, and those qualities really help me leverage uh, what I what I see in myself to be able to c- continue to push me forward. And not just push you forward. I mean, it sounds as if both you and Tabana are really talking about giving back, be able to take these experiences and then leverage them and create this platform for the women of IBEX. And we've, meant, and we've talked a little bit about giving back uh, like to take a little bit deeper dive in there. So when you start to talk about that and, you know, the, in one case you had some strong female role models, one within the family environment and the other, the really the home environment and the, as well as the work environment was more male dominated. Now, as you really start to talk about building these relationships and mentoring these women across our enterprise and our organization, how do you see that? I mean, how are you building a community um, in addition to some of the meetings and some of the activities that you have? Yeah, so I would say, you know, one of the things, and I, I, I would be remiss to say, <laughs> to not add a couple of female mentor, you know, um, I guess, inspirational leaders that, that have been there in the last, you know, five to 10 years. My last job before IBEX, I had a strong female leader, right? Um, I actually am very inspired by the author that I was talking about, Karen Hurt. She was actually my client. And, you know, she left that high executive job to start her own company, right? So I do have female, strong female leaders that um, have been very inspirational in the recent past for me, right? But um, as we talk about how are we engaging with others, um, so part of that within our internal activity within IBEX is really working through different team members and again, using the power of networking and power of pulling our resources together to provide a platform where we can learn from each other, right? We all have, again, we have talked about different experiences, but we are all bringing in these different experiences to help leverage. I know we have sessions coming up with external um, keynote speakers, motivational speakers that are, are going to be able to come to our meetings. And again, those meetings are going to be highlighted within our company. So if others want to join, it's an open platform, right? To be able to come and learn from these inspirational speakers that we are able to bring in um, to speak. The other piece, um, and again, we are going to continue to expand. We are still in our, I would call it infancy stages, right? And we are, there, there are, there's huge aspiration of where we want to take women of IBEX to. But from planned external activities, we have our focus on a lot of women and children um, organizations, right? Where we are able to give back to those women who are struggling and um, kids who are struggling and need that mentorship. So that's right now our platform and we're working through finalizing some of those um, organizations that we want to support. Our goal is to also be able to pick not necessarily just one, but essentially a type of organization that can span um, all these different parts of the world. So we could have a date of women of ibex sponsoring an activity and then that way in all geos across the world that we represent we have that day of women of um, ibex giving back right to similar kind of um, uh, organizations so lots of planned activities that are coming up for us that's a great idea right so you're giving back internally which is then 
basically being leveraged by this community to give externally into the communities that they work and live in. I think that's a yeah. terrific idea. So as we're starting to talk about you know, some of your stories and how you got to where you are and some of the mentorship and the guidance that you had, as well as your vision and your passion, right, which we've discussed. If I wanted to join or some, there's a women at IBEX that would like to join the organization, how do they actually go about doing that? Very easy. <laughs> so we have our That's website. Easy, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> yes, it is. It is, right? It's open to everybody. We want to encourage people to join after our founding members. So we are a group of about, I would say, 14 founding members, including the two executive sponsors, right? We have had additional um, members added. Um, our website is womenofibex.com, which is open. Again, we are continuing to work on making it better, right? Again, we're just um, getting started, but anybody can join. And if um, there are ideas for blogs, um, any other suggestions, recommendations, or questions, our point person is Rosemary. And you know Rosemary, right? So she is our point person for all of those. Her email address is on the website as well. So it's, um, it's pretty easy. We also have a Facebook page so that we just set up. So there's a Women of IBEX Facebook page as well. And then as women come on board at IBEX from an HR perspective, are they also being notified of the opportunities as this being one of the affiliated groups that they're able to join? Yes. So we are working with our HR teams to make sure that Women of IBEX is a part of new hire orientation for everybody so they know that this is a very active group within our organization for women to come regardless of where they are in the company, whether they're starting out or they're accomplished you know, in their own capacity, they can be a part of this group and not only continue to learn, but continue to share and provide feedback to us to, for us to collectively become better. And, and then we're also working on a communication strategy and part of that communication strategy, which Tabana mentioned, yes. <laughs> um, you know, the Women of IBEX website that's opened um, as well that can people can get to to uh, take a look at all the different uh, events and all the different activity that's taking place. But one of the other areas that we're also working on is um, we've actually are putting together a small video short video to introduce some of the founding members and uh, provide some guidance for the teams to encourage them to why we've, we're now part of this platform and also to engage them to see if they, they would be, uh, share any interest. So I think along yes. with the book page, the website, as well as uh, you know, getting uh, the details out during the onboarding phase uh, as part of our communication strategy. This video is going to help influence or at least get the word out on, you know, who we are and, you know, what we're looking to accomplish and, and get some more uh, individuals wanting to be part of it as well. Sounds like a very holistic, yes, it is. Like it, a very holistic strategy. And it sounds like you have some great Great events planned, uh, both on the internal side as well as the community givebacks. The, you know, we are starting to run out of time here, but before we get into our rapid fire questions, I just wanted to give both of you the opportunity. Do you have any message that you would like to send out to either our listeners or to the women of IBEX? My message would be to always, like Sandra was talking about, right? Um, she had women mentors who had grit. So my message would be don't place limitations on yourself. Right? There's so much out there and there's so much learning. There's so much support out there. 
for women. So no matter where you come from, no matter um, what you think your background is from educational perspective or work perspective, know that you can accomplish whatever you set your mind to, right? And there are so many support groups like us, and I would like to highlight Women of IDEX again. But reach out to people, continue to learn, continue to invest in yourself, because you have to have a better vision for your future. And, you know, if you do that, nothing's, nothing's impossible. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Tabana. I think uh, along those lines of uh, the message uh, that you provide, message for me would continue to be to um, look at every opportunity uh, network and also reach out. There are so many organizations and so many people that want to be able to leverage what they've learned and as well as, you know, be able to also mentor others. And so, so, so often we feel like it by doing so we may be interrupting their day but actually it's the reverse right is we should feel comfortable leveraging our network and always reaching out to gain feedback on how we can continue to improve or continue to move you know uh, the direction of having a voice in you know and i think you know my biggest message is i always look at every opportunity with an op, uh, with a, a viewpoint of learning from those opportunities and looking at how we I can become better influential or you know as a value to an organization so sometimes our when we look at opportunities and maybe as a fail point we we kind of uh, regress back and that's really not the time to look at it right and so leveraging all of our you know, looking at our failures as opportunities to excel is uh, the message that I look at um, every day is continuing to learn and leveraging your network and reaching out. Well, I just want to let you know that I appreciate you guys taking the time to be on the show. And really, before we get into the rapid fire questions, I have a college age daughter and, you know, you guys are an inspiration. And I'm definitely going to share this with her. Thanks, John. No, no. And it makes me proud not just to be able to share it with her, right? Because I think the message is terrific, but also to work here, right? And to be able to work in an organization that supports not just you, but the women of IBEX and making sure that we've got this global reach and one that is really helping both internally and externally. So again, before we get into the little fun part of the the show here, I definitely wanted to tell you very much thank you. Uh, for being here. You guys are an inspiration. And again, it makes me very proud to work. Thank you. That means a lot. We appreciate it. Yes, for sure. All right. Excellent. Well, now we're going to transition and we're going to get into the rapid fire questions because I'm not going <laughs> to let you off the hook just because you're an inspiration. You still got to answer my question. All right. We're ready. I think. Right, we're ready. <laughs> we'll go back and forth. We'll start with Tabana with the first question. What's your favorite ice cream? Butter pecan. Oh, I like that one too. All right. <laughs> Sandra, since the last time we spoke, do you have any new hobbies that you have picked up? Oh, I sure do, John. <laughs> and I'm proud of it, too. Okay, so I uh, started growing uh, vegetables and herbs um, in the last six months, have really grown my indoor. Yeah, I've grown my indoor home garden. And so it's an indoor home garden. So I have a, a couple of vegetables and several herbs. Um, many of my uh, favorite herbs are uh, basil and mint. Those are the, the favorites. Those are the top ones that I use. 
Excellent. Well, I appreciate the clarification. Uh, a little bit of hesitation there. I thought maybe we might be growing some illegal type activities, <laughs> no, but it sounds like, none it, of sounds, those it sounds like it's all PG-13. We sound, we sound pretty good. <laughs> it is. It's all legal for sure. <laughs> uh, well, that's good to know. <laughs> all right. Uh, Sabana, what are you reading right now? Well, um, actually, I am, so two different things. I have a personal um, book reading club. So we just started Magic of Thinking Big by David J. Schwartz there. But from Women of IDEX perspective, I'll do my Women of IDEX plug-in here again. We all ordered Courageous Cultures by Karen Hurt and David Dye. So um, we are all collectively going to be reading. We'll have Karen on one of our sessions when we do the book review. And like I mentioned earlier, right? So we are doing um, a session with them as well. So I'm very excited about this book. Um, just because, you know, I think being some of the women leaders in the, in the industry, it definitely is about having a courageous culture, right? That highlights and that gives us a roadmap to really build a high performing, highly engaged culture where everybody's open and sharing ideas, solving, solving problems and really coming together to um, make a good impact. Actually sounds like something I'd like to attend for that courageous culture. So I know noted that you said it was open to anyone. So yes, I, I will make sure you get an invitation for that. All right. So for our final question, Sandra, outside of your current profession, is there another one that you would like to try? I actually would love to become a professional ballroom dancer. Oh. Uh, yes, it's a, uh, it's a, it's been an aspiration. I just need to uh, find some time to at least get to amateur level, but uh, that would be the, next place that I'd love to uh, explore. Nice. Maybe one of our informal sessions needs yeah. to be a lesson from you. Yeah, yeah you, can, you, can teach, you can teach some dance moves. That'd be great. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Yes. All right. Well, ladies, thank you very much for taking the time to share not only the message about the women of Ibex, but some of your personal stories, as well as some of the inspirational and strong women leaders that you've had and again, I think one of the goals here is hopefully, you know, we can get you that bigger table that you're looking for. So I do appreciate your time. Thank today. you. It's been an absolute thank pleasure. You, yeah, thank you, John. Appreciate this opportunity to, again, get our message out. So thank you for this. Yep. And this has been a great conversation. So really, uh, thank you for allowing us to utilize your platform um, as well to get the message out. All right. Take care. Yeah. All right. Thank thanks. you. All right. Bye-bye. This is the Wave Zero Podcast.